everyone, it's me, and we're back with this week's episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast. It's the last episode of the year. Are you excited, Art? I am. He's breathing heavily into the mic. I, I don't, don't know what's going on. No, it's the pickup. Maybe it's the location of the mic. The right pickup, at my nostrils. That's really technical. Thank you. Pick it up, pick it up. Going right into my normal deets. If you have a question, comment, or concern, could be about a wholesale order, could be about the podcast, feel free to reach out to us via... <gasps> Oh my God, I need a cough button. Admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. That's admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest. We just hit 6,000 followers on TikTok today. My goal was 5,000 for the year. So super excited about that. Thank you if you're listening and you found us on TikTok. Thank you so much. A lot of you migrated over to Instagram. Super cool. Love it. Hope you're enjoying the content. Yeah. Those videos are fun to do. Yeah. Art's getting the hang of it. Not really. No. Well, he's trying. Pause. (laughs) Wait. Well, I try to explain to him. It's like choppy. Little choppy videos do really well. It doesn't do well with someone who's always talking. Right. Uh, Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I have exciting news. You can now rate the podcast right in the Spotify app or on the Spotify browser. There's No. no, Yeah. Says and so. There's no... (laughs) You're being a dick. (laughs) There's no reviews, but you can give us stars, and it takes two seconds. So if you're on the Spotify app right now listening, please just pause the podcast and give us a rating. We'd really appreciate it. And you can also do so via Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. You can do ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Um, If you're looking to say thank you for a year of podcasting to us, that would be a really great way to do so. We really appreciate reviews. Yeah, she's really subtle with those hands, huh? Yes. Well, I'm not not below begging. I'm not begging. You're not begging. Please. If you have any wholesale questions, please reach out to us about wholesale questions um, after you've read the FAQs on our website be punished won't be punished but i just appreciate if you could take the time to do that before you reach out about a wholesale order and you can also sign up for our vintage for business newsletter via the website the new one will be going out in the new year so that's super exciting i got a ton of new email signups really really appreciate that we're jumping right in today is about you guys it's not about art and i we're not doing our normal little triplet um triplet Whatever topics. you call it, triplet toplet topics. Um, <coughs> Art fed me some sort of old wine. I don't know. I may die. Oh, so if I die, thank you for your um, listenership. He's winding up the two-headed pecker. Ooh! <laughs> it's all worked up today. Yeah. <laughs> Feels the energy. The energy, okay. <laughs> Some BDE going so, on. So, I mean, that's DD. That's DD. Oh, that's right. Double, double donga. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm very immature. Okay, so basically what happened is I reached out on Instagram with one of those little question stickers and gave you all the opportunity to tell me or tell tell Art and I something you've accomplished. Um, and it didn't have to be vintage related, although I think almost all of them are. And I am not going to be doing them chronologically. I, I hate it because the only way to collect that data is to take screenshots, and it's a pain. Um, but there's no other way to collect the answers. And just so you know, if you do this on your account, 
the answers like the story disappear after 24 hours. So make sure if you're getting um, doing a survey of people to collect the data before everything disappears. Hence, take screenshots. Hence, take screenshots. Um, okay. We're starting first. I'm going to read your Instagram names. Um, nobody told me that I couldn't say these. Um, I, I said, I think I said I was going to do them anonymous, but nothing here is really that bad. So um, we have uh, at Wild Thing Vintage. All right. She said um, confidence with pricing. Oh. And raising the bar of quality and listing consistently. Those are all really great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Pricing is a tough one, especially right now with everything going on with inflation, which we talked about last episode. And yeah, it's educating yourself and also finding that sweet zone between profitability and blowing away stuff, you know, giving it away. You don't want to give it away and you don't want to overprice. So it's fine. It's nice to find that sweet spot. You don't want to give it away because people pick up on that quick and then you set the tone. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to uh, retrain them like, okay, this is going to be our pricing uh, now. It's better to have like a happy medium from the start. And what, as we said before, the happy medium is subjective to so many things. Oh, yeah. That's been a Baz curse. We were known as the lowball Baz boys. <laughs> and so we, you know, we steadily had to increase it, which, you know, disturbed some. But those who understood the quality stuck a, stuck along for the ride. Are and you talking about it. recently? You know, I'm talking about before we used mm-hmm. to get things, you know, at a lower price and we were more interested in just trying to Flip feed it. ourselves yeah. as opposed to the, the business plan idea. Well, so I get it when someone has to sell something because they have bills to worry about. But once you get into that position where you're not, then yes, you definitely, it's good to set a tone, boundaries, yeah. price points. That's very healthy. I mean, I think almost everyone, when they first start off doing this, they're doing it for a reason not many people are doing it just for fun. For me, it was paying off my student loans. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't want that debt hanging over me. I wanted, my goal was to pay it off in under 10 years. And I literally, any money I made, I just, you know, if it was cash, I went to the bank, deposited it, and applied it to whatever loan had, like, the highest interest rate. You know, that was for me. That was my goal. And for some people, it might be... An extra thousand bucks a month. Yeah, extra or paying off a car yeah. or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so well done for those three things. Yes, congratulations, and we wish you all the best next year. We have our friend Nicole in Arizona. She does not have a vintage business, so I'll leave her last name out of it for her privacy. Um, but um, she wanted her daughter to have more vintage and to reuse items rather than um, buying fast fashion. Um, and I have sent her, her little, her little angel, um, some clothing in the past. So I'm always happy to do that, uh, for people that have kids, even though art recently sold off most of our children's vintage, there are still many pieces of it around the warehouse and it'll continue to come in. He just didn't want to hold on to it in a bulk sense, but congratulations to Nicole for doing that. I think it's a really great thing for kids. I never really understood like the people that buy their kids ultra expensive clothes. I could understand wanting to be more sustainable and maybe buying them, you know, like organic, an organic cotton swaddling blanket. But you know, people who buy their kids like Gucci shoes, it's just very weird to me. But the turnover is so fast with kids, you know, Oh, absolutely. The sizing is just insane. And some kids grow yeah. so fast. And it's, it's like a good education even... you're doing for her, Nicole, because you're you're teaching her so many different things on so many levels and also a sense of style. 
vintage style is the best style mm-hmm. because it encompasses almost everything. You know, oh, Nicole, she'll find her character in there, which is cool. Nicole and her husband are very creative people, and um, you know, she she has exquisite taste. So, yeah, nice. So, thank you, Nicole, for that response. We have our friend Megan. <laughs> <laughs> our Megan? Yes. Mel- the one that, the one that Melody- took the, the, the picture? Oh, yeah. Uh, the autographed picture <laughs> of me instead of all those wonderful gifts in the treasure chest? We have a new treasure chest at work. Um, and, and we're filling it year. up. Yeah, she could have been our first um, prize picker, but she actually opted to take an autographed picture of art. <laughs> no, actually, we're just totally... We're bullshitting you. She didn't want a prize. Um, That's the last thing she'd have taken. She would have been our first prize, our first prize winner. Now, if it was a dartboard with my face on it, Maybe. she would have taken it. Well, so her uh, her business is Melody Note Vintage. She's uh, located in the beautiful Palm Springs area of California. I'm sure many of you know it, have been there. Um, but if you haven't or you're not familiar with it, it's a, it's a super cool place. And uh, her thing was that she didn't go out of business or kill a customer. She didn't kill a single customer. <laughs> That's why me and her get along. Yeah. <laughs> because she's so brutally honest. Yep. And it is. It was a tough year. And some people really tested your nerves. And and so did government test all our nerves. But what, I, what I like about business. Sense. What I like about Megan, and I don't want to go like too much into her personal stuff, but she's very conscientious of um, money and her finances. And I think that that's really important. You know, some people when it comes to owning a business, and I'm not even just talking about vintage, they have that passion for what they do. But when it comes to the business part of it, they're lacking. Well, she's a dinosaur. She's a dinosaur. Yeah. And I mean that, well, not that she's extinct or soon to be extinct, but in she's the fact that she's- under her breath right now. She's going, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> it's a compliment. You know. Well, she she's always says she's all. not a curator. She's a rag dealer. Yeah. She's yeah. seen it all for sure. She's seen it all. Okay. Here we go. Um, just see. Yeah, I have one more on the screenshot. Um, well, first off, this person thanked us for all that we do. So you are very welcome, Electrical Banana Vintage. Um, they're just grateful to have stuck with it even during the hard times. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a really great one. You know, sometimes when we sit back and reflect on things that have happened to us or goals we've achieved, um, sometimes there are specific, real specific things, I think, that we can think of. But sometimes it's like the 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 big picture item, you know, the overarching theme of our life, whether it's a week, a month, a year, whatever it may be. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that art? No. No. Okay. Hang on one second. I'm going to jump around here. This is a really great one. Uh, this is a local guy, Ghostface Thrifta. Um, <laughs> Ghostface killer? What? Thrifta. Thrifta. Ghostface Thrifta. Clever. He is local, and I love it because Slimer is his. Uh, I always know it's him because Slimer is his icon, his photo, his avatar is Slimer from Ghostbusters. Oh, that's funny. I think it's Slimer. I mean, yeah, it's lime green. It's very easy to know it's him, so good call on that. Um, he said he has successfully taken a break from sourcing and selling in order to focus on his mental health. I think that's really great. Absolutely. Yeah. You do what you got to do for you. 
you know, if that means taking time away from music, taking time away from the competition of, you know, being in the bins with everybody else, you take that break. Yeah, and he's in the t- and, he's in the local t-shirt scene. I feel like that's that scene can get like cannibalistic. 100%. Not, I'm not talking about literal cannibalism. I'm just talking about, you know, the energy. The energy and then also it's very like very speculative, you know. Just because a t-shirt sold for 3000 last week doesn't mean the same exact t-shirt's going to sell for that. So if you jump in too high, you're left holding the bag. Yeah. You know, with an expensive piece that you can't get your money back. So that's kind of stressful for the brain, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I honestly, like, I've been telling everybody, my mentees that I've been talking to, the past few weeks, especially like these last two weeks, anybody I spoke with, you know, it's like, it's time to just focus on next year. This year is what it is. You did what you could to finish out strong. Now it's time yeah. to focus on the future and positivity and take some time for yourself. Um, I'm personally taking some time off in January. I can't wait. <laughs> did you prove that with your boss? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. In writing? In writing. Okay. It's on well, his calendar because you know he doesn't have a new made. calendar yet. Hey. <laughs> You help make them. Okay. Got to have some boundaries. Um, All right. We have Thrift Planet. She says that um, she's gotten an amazing wholesale vintage dealer in Italy and two more employees in her shop. Good for her. Yeah. Growth is great. That was kind of like my thing. Like when pre-pandemic, the start of it all, I looked at it as an opportunity for growth. Because usually when there's panic, it's just like the same thing with stock market. People are fearful. People contract. People want to dump things, get rid of things. It's a it's roller a, coaster. Yeah. And if you've got the fortitude to understand it's it's the best time for growth, you know, seize it. Yeah. Go for it. Well, and I'm always happy to hear that people in Europe um, – and people in Europe have found a dealer because a lot of people reach out to us. And it's not that it's impossible. It's just, it's expensive. The shipping you know? is what's expensive. It's, it's yeah. shipping. Shipping to Europe is expensive. And in the the quantity and, and the volume that people want, it's hard. I mean, we'd be more than happy to help you. It's just, I almost feel bad, you know, because of the, the cost associated with it. So if you can find someone within Europe uh, to source from, you know, I'm so happy. It makes me feel like, okay, well, I wasn't able to help them, but at least somebody else is, as long as that person is. Yeah, and then we can even help them direct them to the right place. Yeah, well, it sounds like um, she's very happy with her source. So that's all that matters to me. Uh, Our friend Raina, born to Rome Vintage. uh, She she opened a store this year, which is one of her uh, longest standing vintage dreams. So um, her place is in San Francisco. It's called Sunday Market. And she, um, it's kind of like a collective. It's a few other people. Her friend Megan makes uh, ceramics. And um, it's also... Like Demi Moore style. She told me... (laughs) She told me I could, she said I, I can, can come Megan and help. I can hear laughing. <laughs> she told me I can come and help. Um, and then also um, Isadora, you know, she was on the, the show from um, Backbeat Co. She has some product in there. And then um, a lovely plant outdoor type um, store called Sierra Water Gardens. Um, they are there as well. And then they're next to a hat, a hat dude named Willie. Willie one wipe. <laughs> 
Well, he's not listening. So. No. Anyways, congratulations, Raina and all the other ladies up there. Um, you know, and we're very proud of you. Obviously, we we think very highly of you, and you're you've become like family to us. So, way to kick some butt. And we miss you. <laughs> um, and it's cool. Raina used to sell vintage out of an Airstream. And then she was kind of doing online stuff, and she does natural dye, and now she has a brick and mortar. So she's really kind of done a little bit of it all. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of, I think she'll have one more big step after this. Yeah. Yeah. Next year. Okay. Yeah. A huge collaboration. Oh. That's the next one in line for her. Do I? Do you know something that I don't? Or no. You're, oh, you're I just, just being see, yeah. you're prophetic. I'm prophetic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, let me see here. All right, so the next person says that they have gotten more organized, their inventory is easier to find, and uh, packaging is streamlined. And she is a vintage seller, it's just her, Aviana Vintage. Um, she is in, oh God, I feel so bad because I've asked her twice. Now she's in the Dakotas, she's in the Midwest. Um, so she does a lot of, uh, a lot of online stuff. She's not in exactly like a booming uh, area for vintage. Yeah, but she's making it work. Yeah, totally. And you know what? Yeah, and she's got she's got a family, so yeah, she's. I'm glad to hear I that she's getting more organized. One of the things that could help all of us is, you know, one of the biggest drawbacks my brother has, and I've tried helping with this, as Bridget laughs because she knows there's like a hundred. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. So anyhow, it's knowing your inventory and being able to access it. We don't deal just usually in one or two things. So we're, we're always needing anywhere from 50, 200, 300 or a thousand and nine times out of 10, we have it. He just doesn't remember and he goes and buys it while it's sitting here. So a lot of times, you know, just slow down, work your inventory in a way that you know where it's at and access it. Take the time. Don't be in such a hurry to appease a customer. You know, so if you know what you have, it's easy well, to sell. Not even a customer, but somebody who's bringing you product to buy. You know, you're the customer in that sense. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, luckily, I know what we have here. So I tell him, don't buy anything well, until you ask me first. I wish, you know, I wish he would involve me more in that process, too. Because at this point in time, you know. I don't know. Sometimes it's just like creatively there's things where I'm like, I wish he wouldn't have bought that or I, how do we get more of that? You know, it's either it's very polar. Yeah. yeah. It's always after the fact. Mm -hmm. That's what's annoying for me, too. Yeah. So I represent that feeling. Oh, thank you. I second that emotion. Second that emotion. Okay, next, um, this person taught them taught themselves how to sew and will be releasing an in-house line. Using a reclaimed textile. So if you're interested in that, check out Rusty Bourbon Vintage. That's very cool. I'm always, Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just something to admire people who teach themselves a skill. And I think that's really one thing that helps, you know, especially during the weird times we've been in. You, Some people have had a little extra time or they've had to figure something else out. Like, what else can I add to this to make it work? And uh, sewing was a big one, I think, for a lot of people. That and knitting. Uh, darning, so you know. What is that? You go running around saying darn. Like repairing darn. like sweater holes. Oh, I'm good at that. Yeah, yeah. I've actually I did, I've done a few here, and I've done a pretty good job just with my hands. You know what's really calming? And a seam ripper. Yes. I remember, and I don't really like sewing buttons anymore. 
I've hired someone for that. He just sits around wait for me to give him buttons. Well, one of our employees is very good at sewing buttons. He's just he's quick with it. That's but I love patching things. You like to put patches on? No, patching. Which oh, as in repairs. Like, yes. Like with the garment underneath, like, you know, using Do you hand indigo. stitch? I do. You do? I do. Oh, I'd That's, like to see that. Yeah. I do a really nice Boro Boro hand stitch. Boro Boro? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hang on here. The key to that is thicker yarn. Mm-hmm. Don't use thread, really. Use mm-hmm. it a little thicker. Cotton. No poly. And make sure you use materials and fabrics from the same era i'm okay with a hand stitch i actually repaired one of my horse's fly masks this year i did a pretty good job i used an embroidery needle and uh, some thicker thread just because the company that i usually get my fly masks from this year they were awful awful i mean art saw them here when they were drying you know just like they fell apart so fast but i was like i'm not throwing this away right away so all right um, our friend uh, at Shop Goodwitch, they hired an employee. Very That's cool. a big step. That's a huge step. It's a huge step in trust and it's an expense. I think we did, I'm trying to think how long ago the episode was I did on hiring, but we uh, have an older episode about that. But, you know, it's something we struggle with here. That's for sure. So congratulations on that. I hope that they work out for you. And if for some reason they don't, at least you, you know, you have a learning experience and something to move on from. Yep. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about the employee thing? Good job. Good job. Okay. All right. This person, they had their first pop-up on um, Island after selling online for over seven years. It was a success. They're surfing the city um, on Island. I'm safely assuming they're either Australia or New Zealand. Let me look really quick. I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude. Maybe Iceland? she's in a she's in like a summery blouse Orcas Island Orcas Island like the orca? where the hell's that? now I feel stupid because I am good Art, you can ask Art All right. Orcas Island's gotta be I am in the Arctic so good with geography this is embarrassing Orcas Island where the hell oh off Washington coast? It's it's Washington. Told ya. But the weird thing is, is it doesn't come up because it's below the border of British Columbia. Okay, so the, these are the islands that... Um, Fraser. S- no, 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 no. Not Fraser. No, Snow Falling on Cedars. Um, the book, they... Um, there's a fictitious island in the book and it's like supposedly was set in this area so i apologize i was like australia new zealand because i just think automatically like mainland so i'm going to go back now to their post um that's why you don't go up against a trivial pursuit king (laughs) (laughs) the moors are the moops moops okay so they had their first pop-up on the island after selling online for over seven years and it was a success so they that's okay. We, we talk a lot about with different sellers about traveling to pop-ups. This person had to leave their island to go do a pop-up. I'm actually kind of curious. If you don't mind messaging me, I'd love to know what the logistics were like for that. I'm assuming a ferry, a ferry. with a large vehicle, but still. Ferries drive? I know you put your vehicle on the ferry, but oh, I'd, like to, I'd just like, like to Like a know. ferry boat. 
Like a fairy boat. Yeah. Like the tooth fairy. Yeah. 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 Fairies came and they lifted the car and they lifted all the vintage and they flew it on to Seattle. Sure. Okay. Anyways. Well, that is very interesting, and congratulations. That sounds stressful. No way. It sounds fun. Well, it does sound fun, but it also sounds stressful. What isn't? And you make me sound like such a, you make me sound like George Costanza. You are. <laughs> okay. Um, I must be Kramer. This is a, this is a fun one because uh, they sell they sell mostly handbags. One hundredth vintage handbag sale. Many thanks for dropping your sweet uh, vintage knowledge. That's Flower Child Vintage. They do a lot of um, coach bags. Oh, nice. Yeah, really pretty ones, too. A hundred bags in one year? I don't know if that's in one year or since they started their business. Wow. Either way. That's great. That's a lot of bags. Yeah. Um, you know, Way to go, especially just, finding them. Niche, it's a very niche thing, bags in general. And then when you sell a lot of one specific brand, yeah, and then the sourcing. So congratulations. That's very, very cool. And the quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, some of those coach bags get gnarly. Yeah, like they were in second coach. <laughs> like they were in coach. Right. Yeah. There's second coach on the train. Oh, I was talking about a plane. plane. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like I told you to just watch that. I'm rewatching Seinfeld. Oh, I didn't do my obsession at the moment. I am watching a lot of Seinfeld. I watched the episode when Elaine is in coach and Jerry takes the like a dick he takes the first class seat with like the pretty model and they're eating the big ice cream sundae he paid for the tickets he can sit in first class well she i can't remember oh he he says that he can't go back to coach i treated myself and flew first class once and i will admit i remember sitting there thinking and that was my last flight that's the last flight i did you know and then the pandemic started and I haven't been on a plane since. And I remember thinking, oh, this is going to suck because <laughs> I can't do this every time. <laughs> All right. Last set, I think. Hang on. Yep. Okay. Uh, we have Heidi, mixtape vintage. Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Uh, she moved locations, which I, I already knew. Uh, she created her website, increased sales, and started ordering from us, which is all very true. Very cool. Her website, you know, um, she's she's chugging away at it. And I have quite a few people, especially people that I'm mentoring, that are doing that little by little. Um, you know, and I keep telling people, like, a website, when you start your website, it does not have to be perfect right away. It does not have to be a finished project right away websites i'll tell you this much right now they are almost always a work in progress there's something that you need to edit something also, that you it doesn't need to have change. to be a huge investment of money, yeah i mean i really know? recommend shopify to people even with what's going on right now i think that whole thing's getting really blown out of proportion the more and more i read about it um you know like a basic shopify store is 29 bucks a month you can do a lot of email marketing there, but obviously if Shopify is not your cup of tea, that's fine. There's other, there's Squarespace, Wix, Weebly. Um, there's other platforms to do it, but just anybody who has started a, um, a website this year, congratulations. That's a really big step. And um, especially if you did it on your own, because that's, you know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of them are user friendly these days, user friendly enough that you can do it on your own, but it's, it's an undertaking for sure. It's so, a commitment. A commitment. Yep. And last but not least, we have uh, Marty locally from BBOs um, and Lupe. Their biggest achievement or accomplishment was being able to rehire their employees um, after business was hit hard by the pandemic. 
Way to go, Marty. Way to go, Marty. And Lupe. Yeah. They're um, always looking out for the community. Yeah. No, I think that that's that's. You know, sometimes amazing. people go in there, and if they don't have enough money to buy this stuff, uh-huh. they actually give them this stuff. Well, that's because really they're, nice. No, they're very generous. They do a lot of uh, philanthropy, a lot of fundraisers. Well, yeah, a lot like of time. Ra- raffles and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sometimes I think, man, dude, you're wasting your time doing all this other stuff. But it gives them no. a different sense of purpose and joy, and well, I get it. It's because you're you're in a different business. You're not in the yeah. retail business. This business, what we do, is not part of the community. We're part of a global no. community. They're part of a local community, and there's yeah. a big difference. Yeah, no, no I that's why I, uh, I applaud it. You know, yeah, they put a lot of time into their fashion shows, hiring like the best models around to help them. And then donating clothes, styling, you know, so I um, it's always doing something there. You know, I really I've been talking about this with my mentees, and I think it's really important that if you are in an area where there isn't a big vintage scene now in Fresno, there is. But let's just say you're not. There wasn't. OK, there wasn't. So there was. Right. I mean, there wasn't in most places, places right. except for like big cities. Yeah. And it takes a few people with courage to start it. Make your own. You have to make your own opportunities. That's what I was getting at. Making your own community an opportunity. That is not what you were getting at. 100%. I was was getting at it first. Yeah, but I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Make your own opportunities. Think outside the box. Be philanthropic if you can afford to. You know, I think that's good karma. Targeted. Targeted philanthropy. Yeah. Um patron program we have no new patrons but that's okay um if you'd like to become a patron basically becoming a patron through our patron program which is uh hosted via podbean they are our podcast hosts that's who i upload the episodes to that's who releases the episodes they have their in-house patron program and why i use them is because it's i don't lose as much money as i would uh via patreon so you know here they don't take as much of a cut and it's just easier having it all in one place but um We have a patron program, and it's a great way to support the podcast financially. We have a very affordable, low price tier of $5 a month, and you can cancel that at any time. And um, there's multiple different benefits to the $5 level, and people, as many people as, you know, and up to infinity can join it. There's not, like, spots or anything like our upper tiers, but... You get an online, sh- an online, an on-air shout out um, with your business or your personal or whatever you want it to be. You get to ask Art a burning question, and we always get good ones. I feel like the burning questions are really great. I always look well forward thought to out. them. Yeah, so many great ones, and you get two bonus episodes a month. Now, this past week we didn't do a bonus episode, but we're in the process of doing personalized holiday messages for our patrons. I think we have only five more to do. So if you haven't gotten one, you'll get one from us tomorrow. Um, so that's exciting. It's nice. I don't know next year if the podcast continues to grow, will we be able to do that? Probably not. Absolutely. So. Oh, listen, getting art to do anything, it's like herding cattle. You know, I have to like ring the cowbell, find him, herd him in. He's a busy man. Just get a cookie. Just dangle a cookie. You know, I'll be around. Maybe I will get a cookie. Um, So 
$5 level, it's a really, it's a really great thing. You get a lot of benefits there. And if you're looking for mentoring right now, our $50 level is full. Um, five out of five slots are filled, but there is a wait list. So I believe the wait list goes in chronological order. So you want to get on that as soon as you can. If you're interested in mentoring at the $50 level, you get all the benefits of the $5 level. And you also get a one hour mentoring session with me once a month. Um, pretty much everyone we do it through FaceTime and it works out really well and my mentees are doing incredible things I'm very proud of them they really are yeah I've seen a huge growth in their confidence as Mm -hmm. well like talking to them yeah and I really enjoy it I feel like it's a way for me I almost feel like I'm teaching again you know and I miss that feeling so I think I've finally found like a like I feel like it it gives me not the balance not that I don't feel a purpose with vintage but I feel like a purpose and I love helping people. So thank you um, to our mentees for their constant support. And I'm so happy to support you by helping you. And um, we do have a $100 level. There are spots open there. It's all the benefits of the $50 level. And you also get um, a free copy of our retail math class. And you get a monthly audit of your selling platform and or website. Could be Etsy, could be eBay, could be a website, whatever it may be. Um, I'm just auditing basically how you're selling your product online. And that is $100 a month. And any of those are able to be canceled at any time. So if you just want to do it for a month, two months, that's totally fine. No hurt feelings. I tell everyone that don't feel like once you sign up, you can't stop you want to support us for a year at the $5 level, cool. Six months, cool. Three months, cool. Whatever it may be. Uh, We appreciate it. And um, yeah, all the proceeds pretty much go right back into the podcast for equipment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy our sure microphones soon. And um, yeah, I mean, I haven't even really thought we, we, we do need new headphones, so it'll be nice to upgrade the equipment. Not that what we have isn't nice. It would just be nice to have something even better to have the best audio experience possible because I am not an audio engineer neither is art and um, I'm not really in a position to pay someone to do it so I do the best that I can I think the podcast sounds pretty good yeah I have a friend who does that for a living yeah yeah Arnold Arnold yeah <laughs> laughing he's so full of shit no Arnold Brown Hole oh yeah stop <laughs> is he related to bend over no he's Austrian Okay, yeah. Lutz. Yeah. Lutz von Stickel. Lutz von Stickel. Yeah. Um, he's winding it up again. No, I'm sorry. Do you have anything you'd like to add? What about what about you, Art? What have you accomplished this year? Are you proud of anything? Well, um, yeah, all my accomplishments this year have been more related to, I would say, my dad. Just uh, taking the gifts he gave me. And putting them to purposeful action to grow the business, be kinder to my kids, spend more time with them, teach. And I've noticed as I've done that, everything has just even flourished more so. So sometimes, you know, if you do other things, it'll make other things better. It's kind of weird. You make me cry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry, but it's just like hard to think of anything other than, you know, he's such a, I mean, I talked to him three, five times a day. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you know, he would call to check in. How was this? Or complain about my brother, say this, my brother's buying crap we don't need. 
and I would always have to calm him down or he would, you know, is a routine, you know, for I don't know how many years. So it's been, so that's why I have that every morning I go into my office, he's there and I talk to him and start laughing a little bit and then I mimic his voice and then you'll start mimicking and then I'll say some of the stuff he said to you and we both crack up and we start the day positively and we go kick ass, you know? It's hard losing someone, but it's also, it's to me, it's important to know what you gain from that someone. And yeah. that's a lesson of survival, lesson of, you know, never being a victim. It's just going out there and fucking the whole world in a sense, just making well, it yours. <laughs> that's how I call it, writing the world. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, owning it. Like, nothing's going to stop you. I'm nothing's going to knock you to... World. It loses something in translation. In Armenian, it's different. I you know? understand. Yeah. It doesn't quite translate. doesn't translate well. I'm sorry, my friends. <laughs> you know, But that's what it means. It just means like, no, there's no excuses. You get up every morning and you go do your best. <laughs> You're the fuck you guy. <laughs> Eddie. That's from Eddie Murphy. Oh, you love Eddie Murphy. I do. Um, anyway. Okay. And I know you have a thousand and one accomplishments this year. Oh, so. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to really yeah. pinpoint one. Um, I could tell you 20 about you that you've accomplished this year. Because, you know, I'm on the outside looking in. Yeah. It's easier. I, I'm so hard on myself. You know, I, I, I just think like, yeah, that was great, but I could have done this better instead of just saying, yeah, that was great and being done with it, you know. Um. I know, but I just, that's what makes greatness it is the ability I mean, I to think not be content with mediocrity. I just getting through my move with the new house that in and of itself mentally was because of all the issues we had with my the person that was doing the work at my house was a nightmare um, that in and of itself and losing the dogs um, just kind of, you know having the morale to to get through exactly you should be so proud of what you've been able to accomplish this year i miss the dog so much i know so, i know it's hard. it's hard not walking through the office and looking for a little thing that used to trip me about three four times a day oh it's so hard yeah we have a really beautiful picture of them um art and i and the dogs in my office so i'm looking at it right now yeah, we'll post it for you. <laughs> I have. You have. Yeah. yeah uh, which is, you know. But, you know, think losing about. Losing that unconditional love was very hard. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy now. I love, like, going back to the house and losing the dogs. Like, I finally feel, like, happy in the house. Like, for a long time I had so much. I mean, you know, like, yeah. that bitterness about all the shit that got messed up and didn't get done right and stuff that I still need to do that was supposed to have been done. And, um. And, you know, now I have the cat, and he's so good and so sweet. So, at the same time, yeah, they were awful. Like, not awful. I mean, there's way worse things that could happen to a person. But they were tough things to go through mentally and physically and emotionally. And Yeah, I, but the goal is we persevere. We don't feel sorry for ourselves. We, we take it, and we go and conquer. <sighs> that's how it happens. And that's what you were able to do. You picked yourself up, and you said, you know what? Yeah, there's a lot worse things happening to people around us, around the world. There's, you know, so let's just do the best we can do and motivate and help 
And that's what gives us a sense of purpose is we love helping you guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Those stories are so fun. And then when I hear about somebody who went and tried something, and you know what? Just because you try something, it doesn't mean you're supposed to succeed. It means you tried it and you learned from it. I've learned more from failures than I have from successes by far. And that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, you look in the mirror and say, okay, some things were out of my control. The experience was cool. Yeah. All right, what can I do differently? Hey, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Doing things that scare you. You know, the one thing that really that I did this year that like has absolutely nothing to do with fashion, but I really surprised myself was when there was the fire at my barn. That like, I still look back at that and think like, I never thought I could be so brave brave calm i didn't i didn't talk about this at all to any of you guys so um back in september i went out to see my horses on a sunday at a random time i never would have gone and i got delayed for whatever reason something at my house and i was cat sitting for a woman who has her horse at my barn she's my neighbor And as I was driving out to the barn, I hit a certain point where I could see smoke. And it was one of those things where as I got closer and closer, I knew exactly like it was all the pieces were falling together. And it was the field directly behind my horses. Um, And my barn owner, um, prior to the pandemic, he was very active in an adult softball league and he had just started playing games again. So as I'm, I'm, and it's a dirt road to his driveway is a dirt road. So I'm doing like 50 down a dirt road and a car that really isn't built for off-roading. And then you have to enter a code to get in his gate and the gate opens slow. And then I'm like doing, I don't know how fast down his driveway. And my dash cam caught all this. I have a front and rear facing dash camera. Uh, It's not like an in-car one. It's one that I bought just because people in Fresno drive like crazy. And um, I was so scared that I was going to be the only person there because there were no other cars there. And I thought he was away because he goes to like Arizona and Utah and stuff for softball. And uh, when I heard his voice, honest to God, it was like so reassuring. You know, he said, get the horses. And Honestly, like I've never been that close to um, a wildland fire in my life. And um, my horses, two horses and three others were the closest to the fire. And uh, we got them out real quick. But I just, the sound of the fire and just, you know, thinking, you know, it ended up being a lot better than what it could have been. But holy crap, I just... And I had flip-flops on. I didn't have my boots on. I didn't have my helmet on. I didn't have gloves on. And I'm running with horses that I that aren't mine. Um, it's very scary. And, you know, it's just, just an example of uh, shocking yourself. Like, wow, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> yeah, you never surprised me. Uh, you know, just sometimes it's those moments of pure adrenaline, um fight or flight and I'm not saying like I hope your vintage business is not like that but sometimes you go out of your comfort zone or you do things and you look back and you say man I can't believe I did that well done well done be brave be bold that's right and it's okay if you're not and it's okay if you're not it's you'll know when it's time sometimes to sometimes it's it. just not your year for that there's different seasons of your business. There's different seasons of your life. And um, and your mental strength. And too. your mental strength, yeah. yeah. All right. Get your feet under you, then leap as high as you can. And if you don't hit the moon, hit a star. Oh, 
Well, I know in previous episode, I believe I wished everyone a happy Hanukkah. Art and I celebrate Christmas, different Christmases. He celebrates Orthodox Christmas. I celebrate December 25th, Christmas. And um, if anybody out there celebrates Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa and happy new year. Um, this will be our last episode of the year. So we will see you. Nordari. Oh, what is that? Happy New Year. Happy New Year in Armenian. There you yeah. go. A little cultural lesson for you as well. We'll see you in 2022. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, be kind, and don't be basic. Don't be basic. Bye. See you next year. Thank you.